Hey friends, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are reading through the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 144, and we'll be reading Job 16 through 19 and Psalm 139. So, you know, grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, grab your Bible. Grab your Bible if you're not driving or doing something dangerous that you shouldn't be reading along. But listen along. Um, for those of you who may not be aware or need the reminder, the plan I'm using to do this can be found in the Bible app, and it's called the Bi- it's called One Story That Leads to Jesus, and it's from the Bible Project. So join along, following, whichever. Yesterday we ended with. Um, the first speech in the second series of speeches, beginning with Eliphaz. And today we're going to begin with Job's answer to him. Then Job answered, I have heard many things like these. You are all miserable comforters. I mean, for real though, if you're paying attention to the things that Job's friends are saying to him, um, you kind of wonder why Job has these people in his life. Because their automatic assumption is that Job is evil. Job has sinned. His children have sinned. God is punishing him. He is suffering wrath, and that's just not it. And everything they spout off is from that perspective. And so I love that Job just comes in and is like, miserable comforters. (laughs) Is there no end to your empty words? What provokes you that you continue testifying? If you were in my place, I could also talk like you. I could string words together against you and shake my head at you. Instead, I would encourage you with my mouth and the consolation from my lips would bring relief. If I speak, my suffering's not relieved. And if I hold back, does any of it leave me? Surely he has now exhausted me. You have devastated my entire family. You have shriveled me up. It has become a witness. My frailty rises up against me and testifies to my face. His anger tears at me and he harasses me. He gnashes his teeth at me. My enemy pierces me with his eyes. They open their mouths against me and strike my cheeks with contempt. They join themselves together against me. God hands me over to the unjust. He throws me to the wicked. I was at ease, but he shattered me. He seized me by the scruff of the neck and smashed me to pieces. He set me up as his target. His archers surround me. He pierces my kidneys without mercy and pours my bile on the ground. He breaks through my defenses again and again. He charges at me like a warrior. I've sewn sackcloth over my skin. I've buried my strength in the dust. My face has grown red with weeping and darkness covers my eyes. Although my hands are free from violence and my prayer is pure. Earth do not cover my blood. May my cry for help find no resting place. Even now my witness is in heaven and my advocate is in the heights. My friends scoff at me as I weep before God. I wish that someone might argue for a man. I wish that someone might argue for a man with God, just as anyone would for a friend. For only a few years will pass before I go the way of no return. My spirit is broken. My days are extinguished. A graveyard awaits me. Surely mockers surround me and my eyes must gaze at their rebellion. Accept my pledge. Put up security for me. Who else will be my sponsor? You've closed their minds to understanding. Therefore, you will not honor them. If a man denounces his friends for a price, the eyes of his children will fail. He has made me an object of scorn to the people. I have become a man people spit at. My eyes have grown dim from grief and my whole body has become but a shadow. The upright are appalled at this and the innocent are roused against the godless. 
Yet the righteous person will hold to his way, and the one whose hands are clean will grow stronger. But come back and try again, all of you. I will not find a wise man among you. My days have slipped by. My plans have been ruined. Even the things my dear ter- even the things dear to my heart, they turned night into day and made light seem near in the face of darkness. If I await Sheol as my home, spread out my bed in darkness and say to corruption, you are my father, and to the maggot, my mother or my sister, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of Sheol or will we descend together to the dust? Then Bildad the Shuite replied, how long, will you, how long until you stop talking? Show some sense and then we can talk. Why are we regarded as cattle as stupid in your sight? You who tear yourself in anger, should the earth be abandoned on your account or a rock be removed from its place? Yes, the light of the wicked is extinguished. The flame of his fire does not glow. The light in his tent grows dark and the lamp beside him is put out. His powerful stride is shortened and his own schemes trip him up. For his own feet lead him into a net and he strays into its mesh. A trap catches him by the heel. A noose seizes him. A rope lies hidden for him on the ground, and a snare awaits him, awaits for him along the path. Terrors frighten him on every side and harass him at every step. His strength is depleted. Disaster lies ready for him to stumble. Parts of his skin are eaten away. Death's firstborn consumes his limbs. He is ripped from the security of his tent and marched away to the king of terrors. Nothing he owned remains in his tent. Burning sulfur is scattered over his home. His roots below dry up and his branches above wither away. All memory of him perishes from the earth. He has no name anywhere. He is driven from light to darkness and chased from the inhabited world. He has no children or descendants among his people. No survivor where he used to live. Those in the West are appalled at his fate, while those in the East tremble in horror. Indeed, such is the dwelling place of the unjust man, and this is the place of the one who does not know God. Then Job answered, How long will you torment me and crush me with words? You've humiliated me ten times now, and you mistreat me without shame. Even if it's true that I've sinned, my mistake concerns only me. If you really want to appear superior to me and would use my disgrace as evidence against me, then understand that it is God who has wronged me and caught me in this net. I cry out, violence, but get no response. I call for help, but there is no justice. He has blocked my way so that I cannot pass through. He has veiled my paths with darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down on every side so that I'm ruined. He uproots my hope like a tree. His anger burns against me, and he regards me as one of his enemies. His troops advance together. They construct a ramp against me and camp around my tent. He has removed my brothers from me. My acquaintances have abandoned me. My relatives stopped coming by, and my close friends have forgotten me. My house guests and female servants regard me as a stranger. I'm a foreigner in their sight. I call for my servant, but he does not answer. Even if I beg him with my own mouth, my breath is offensive to my wife, and my own family finds me repulsive. That's so sad. (laughs) Even young boys scorn me. When I stand up, they mock me. All of my best friends despise me, and those I love have turned against me. My skin and my flesh cling to my bones. I have escaped with only the skin of my teeth. Have mercy on me, my friends. Have mercy, for God's hand has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? My 
wish that my words were written down, that they were recorded on a scroll or were inscribed in stone forever by an iron stylus and lead. Listen, this is one of my most favorite. Like I've said this about a few things, but this is one of them. This is one of my most favorite passages, passages of scripture. But I know that my redeemer lives. Like that alone is powerful. But I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the end, he will stand on the dust. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will see God in my flesh. I will see him myself. My eyes will look at him, and not as a stranger. Longs within me. If you say, how will we pursue him, since the root of the problem lies with him? Then be afraid of the sword, because wrath brings punishment by the sword, so that you may know there is judgment. Psalm 139. This is a Psalm of David. Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it. You've encircled me. You've placed your hand on me. This wondrous knowledge is beyond me. It's lofty. I'm unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you're there. If I fly on the wings of the dawn and settle down on the western horizon, even there your hand will lead me. Your right hand will hold on to me. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light around me will be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. God, how precious your thoughts are to me, how vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I'm still with you. God, if only you would kill the wicked, you bloodthirsty men stay away from me. Who invoke you deceitfully? Your enemies swear by you falsely. Lord, I don't hate those who hate you and detest those who rebel against you. I hate them with extreme hatred. I consider them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. That is day 144. Be sure to come back tomorrow for day 145 as we continue our reading the Bible together every day this year. See ya.